from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Chris, it is a, a newsy type of day today. Not a whole lot going on in terms of actual games being played because there's, there's no baseball. I mean, there's baseball going on, I should say. There's no basketball. There's no football. There's no hockey. But free agency starts today. I mean, this is like a holiday weekend for a lot of people, just free agency. On top of it already being a 4th of July weekend, Chris, it's a holiday for a lot of people. Yeah, this is a big time. Uh, a lot of folks are interested in seeing what the NHL, what the NBA will end up looking like next yeah. year. And uh, this is where kind of some of your fantasy ideas kind of come true. What would it be like if Bradley Bill and Kevin Durant officially came together and played on the same team? Yeah, well, we're going to get a chance to see that. That was one of the things we've already known. Uh, but more of these instances are going to happen this weekend. Uh, different people uh, potentially on the move uh, in the NBA and the NHL. So very interesting uh, to see how it all shakes out. Well, for Carolina Hurricanes fans, by the way, that's Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Graham Hill producing us this afternoon on The Fan. For a lot of Carolina Hurricanes fans, it appears that our good friend, I say our good friend because he's one of ours, Chris, Jesper Foss is going to be returning to the Carolina Hurricanes. Seen Elliot Friedman report this earlier today. Elliot Friedman, uh, who covers the NHL for a lot of different outlets, um, Elliot Friedman's been reporting on this. I've seen a couple other people talk about this as well, but it appears a two-year contract extension somewhere in the range of about $2.4 million per year, which is a slight pay bump over the $2 million he was previously making this past year with the Carolina Hurricanes. So a slight pay increase, but you know what? 31 years old, the locker room absolutely loves him. Even heard on TNT, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, who's now a Hall of Famer, uh, talk glowingly about what he's like in the locker room teammates love him I know a lot of fans certainly love him as well and he also just fits what Rob Brennamore and the Carolina Hurricanes want to do in terms of on the ice Chris I love the fact that Jesper Foss is not going to hit free agency and it looks like he's going to be a Carolina Hurricane at least for the next couple of years yeah same here and um you know love the fact that he also seems to play big in big moments yeah. right? over the 2022-2023 regular season he had 10 goals 19 assists those aren't really eye-popping stats but then when you look at the 15 games that he played in the in the playoffs six goals mm -hmm. so you know to have six goals in 15 games versus 10 goals in in 80 games it kind of shows you how he likes to come alive when the when the moment means something when the carolina hurricanes needed somebody to step yeah. up yes Foss was that guy and many times who did step up uh, and played uh typically above what we normally see him play so uh, great guy to keep around. Uh, exciting to see what he'll do uh, with this squad too, as they get to the to the postseason as well. Since he does like to pick up his play in the uh, in the postseason. And here's the thing: you mentioned those postseason goals, a couple overtime game winners as well. So yeah, yeah. He, he came through in the clutch, uh, which matters most. I know a lot of people sometimes will look at regular season stats in that sense and be like, well, he only had, like you said, 10 goals, 19 assists. Okay. Like you can find that all over the place, but the, the culture of your locker room matters, right? And he's a major piece of it. Everyone talks glowingly about Jesper Foss. Culture in your locker room matters. But like you said, Chris, stepping it up in the playoffs, because we see sometimes guys that have big time regular seasons that are nowhere to be found when they're when they're needed most in the postseason, and that that's across all different sports, right? Hello, James yeah. Harden. Uh, but we see some guys that may not have the best regular season numbers, 
But when the playoffs roll around, they're there to hit a big shot or score a big goal when you need it most. Hello, Justin Williams, right? Uh, so that's that's something that can't be overstated uh, or overlooked, I should say. So it appears that he's going to be coming back. Uh, again, two-year contract extension worth about $2.4 million, working out just the finer details of the contract it looks like. But also, Chris, just a couple of uh, notes here involving the Carolina Hurricanes. Dylan Coughlin only played 17 games this past season on defense for Carolina, was extended a qualifying offer as a restricted free agent. Yes, they pull Yarvey, not given a, a qualifying offer, so he's an unrestricted free agent now. He can sign with anybody starting at midnight tonight. But also, the Carolina Hurricanes have granted Max Pacioretty permission to have conversations with other teams about free agent deals. He's set to be a free agent as well, Chris. So it looks like Max Pacioretty, that experiment, five games and done. Yeah, um, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting guy to kind of to part with because I think the, the hopes were so high. And when he did play his five games, I mean, what, he scored three goals in yeah. those five games? And, and so, um, you know, he, he also made it high when he came back, mm -hmm. um, and especially seeing that the, the Hurricanes needed scoring. Um, there's always going to be that what if, right? And, and you know, maybe, the, you know, he could still work it out with the Hurricanes and end up staying, but... Um, you know, there's always going to be that what if. What if he didn't tear his Achilles twice um, this past season? What would be different with the Carolina Hurricanes? How would this season have ended off for them? Um, very interesting player to kind of look at. Yeah, Frank Saravelli of uh, Daily Faceoff. Apparently there's a significant interest in Patch Radio because I bet a lot of teams are sitting there thinking, you know what, we could probably get this guy that may not help us early in the season, but essentially work as like a mid-season acquisition when he's fully healthy and you might be able to get him on the cheap for you know, one and a half million dollars or maybe yeah. two million dollars so you can probably get a, a good player on the cheap but again what is he now you mentioned the rupturing the Achilles twice that's rough but you know what we haven't seen Chris we have not seen any news regarding Freddie Anderson. We haven't seen any news regarding Auntie Ranta. So the big question is moving forward, what do the Carolina Hurricanes do in net? Uh, so that's a big time question that we're going to have to figure out sometime in the near future, Chris. And I'm hoping between now and midnight tonight that we actually see something regarding goaltending for the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm wondering if the lack of the lack of news coming out of Carolina, I wonder if the lack of news coming out of Carolina is this, does this mean that Freddie Anderson, does this mean that Auntie Ranta are going to be hitting free agency and that they won't be back with Carolina? My guess is because a little bit of a smaller free agent market in regards to goaltending, are teams potentially going to overpay for Freddie Anderson based off what they saw him do in Carolina this past season in the playoffs. Now, he does have the injury history, but some teams might be able to look past that and say, you know what? If we keep this guy healthy enough during the regular season, that when the postseason hits, if we get the, the level of goaltending that we saw from Freddie Anderson during the postseason with Carolina, teams might be willing to overpay for that, Chris. Uh, so, again, I think the, the lack of news regarding Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta and net for Carolina means both these guys are hitting free agency and that we might have another goalie to go along with Piotr Krachekov Maybe even two new goalies to come in alongside Piotr Krachekov that are going to be able to compete with Piotr in, in, in terms of net time. To me, the news of not hearing these guys signed yet, Chris, means these guys are going to be free agents and they might end up elsewhere. 
Yeah, or it could be that, that the Canes are, are looking to work out whatever it is with uh, which, with one or both of them, right? And, um, you know, maybe they're looking at, you know, what it's going on with the other folks they've been talking to and how the money could work and uh, other sides. But you'd assume that there would be at least advanced talks with one or either both of those guys to mm-hmm. uh, to try to come back. So we'll end up seeing what ends up happening with one of those two. I say if if you really want them to come back, don't let them hit free agency because you never know if someone's going to come in there with a, a larger contract. Uh, I, I I don't know. I to me, if they're not signed by midnight tonight, I have a feeling that we'll not see either of them back in a Carolina Hurricanes uniform. That's just what my gut is telling me, Chris. Uh, real quick, NBA free free agency starts in less than three hours. It starts at six o'clock, Chris. So we're going to see a lot of action in terms of NBA free agency. But you know who's not going to free agency? Former UNC basketball star Harrison Barnes signed a three-year contract extension with the Kings, Sacramento Kings, fifty-four million bucks over three years. Good for Harrison. That's a, yeah. Get that cash, man. Yeah, Harrison Barnes has uh, shown to to be a consistent player. He's he's not this high-level superstar player, but he's shown that he could be uh, one of those guys that you could put on a championship team who mm-hmm. can contribute at a, at a high level. He could start for you. And uh, this Kings team is, is one of these teams that's on the rise, probably should have beaten uh, the Golden State Warriors uh, in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. But, you know, that team was just way too experienced. Uh, this is big for the Kings. You're bringing back somebody of more experience to help with that young crew uh, that they have. And, uh, you know, Harrison Barnes carving out a, a niche for him in the NBA. I absolutely love it. Kids, you don't always have to be the superstar. You can be like Harrison Barnes and continue to have a job by doing a few things the right way and keeping your name um, clean of anything else off the court. And, you know, he was a starter with Golden State, the team that drafted him. Yep. I mean, to think that Golden State drafted Barnes, Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, that whole team was drafted together. So their early run of their dynasty, their of their run of championships, Harrison Barnes was a big part of that. Now, obviously, he – you know, got traded and all that kind of stuff when, or got moved when, uh, when they brought in Kevin Durant and signed all him and all that. But that's a different story. But still, a a guy who has been solid throughout his whole career, Chris. I mean, it's 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 amazing. Even this past season, at age thirty in Sacramento, started and played in all eighty-two games this past season, playing thirty-two plus minutes per game. We hear about guys and load management and all that stuff. Props to Harrison Barnes, man. Like props. For being able to do that at age 30 still. It's only 10, 10, 11 years in the league. That's something you see often nowadays, Chris. That's something you see often. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm excited, Chris, because it's not oftentimes that you get two free agent like two free agent periods starting at the same time for two different leagues. It's gonna be a flurry of news popping out over the weekend. I know a lot of people are gonna be heading out on vacation, myself included. As soon as this show wraps up, I'm on my way to the beach. Can't wait to have a good time down there. But I know a lot of Canes fans are going to be looking at what's going on on, you know, 
a lot of people are going to be locked on Twitter, I guess you could say, over the next couple of days uh, through the 4th of July, really. Now, in the NHL, we saw a lot of guys that have some bigger contracts get bought out today, Chris. We saw Matt Duchesne of the National Predators gets bought out. Blake Wheeler of the Winnipeg Jets, these guys get bought out. Okay, why does that matter? Well, this changes the plan of attack in terms of what teams are going to go after because these players, even just a day ago, weren't thought to be available, and now they're going to be. So the free agency approach is going to change for a lot of different teams. And less than 12 hours before the start of free agency, I'm sure a lot of teams are scrambling right now trying to figure out, okay, maybe we can actually go get this guy. It, it, your your off-season yeah. free agency boards are all going to shift here in a matter of moments, or, or are shifting, I guess you could say. Yeah, it, you kind of wonder how any of that is going to help out the Carolina Hurricanes, right? So yeah. maybe there's a player. I, I don't – looking at Duchesne, looking at Wheeler, um, none of those guys necessarily excite me for the Canes. I take Blake uh, Wheeler. You take Blake Wheeler? Oh, yeah. uh, I, he, he He's the more exciting one for me between him and Duchesne, but – um, I'm also looking at the fact that, like, also, what do they they need? They need more scoring. And, um, you know, these guys, you know, Wheeler, a little bit on the older side, right? He's like 36, close to our age. <laughs> he might if be. We can call that old yeah. now, right? Yeah, he's a little bit he's a little bit on the older side of things right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's 36 years old. But this is a player that you might be able to get in. Maybe just a, if, if he's willing to take a one-year deal. Uh, he might not, but. Maybe you can because of all the extra cap space that you do have in terms of Carolina Hurricanes this season. Maybe you can use some of that cap space if you're able to get him for a one-year deal. And he's a bigger body guy. He stands at 6'4", 225, or 6'5", 225. So he's that bigger, heavier-bodied guy that the Canes have been looking for. Yeah, he's up there in age, but I'd still be willing to take a flyer on a guy like Blake Wheeler for sure. I mean, Matt Duchesne is a centerman. He's had a lot of success in his career in terms of uh, goal scoring. He's not obviously what he was 40 years ago, but still yeah. a highly productive player. And he's a center iceman, too. Maybe he's that second-line center that the Carolina Hurricanes have really been looking for. I don't know. But this changes how other teams are going to approach free agency. But the things that are happening today, oh, we look at what is happening right now in terms of who's getting bought out, who doesn't get a qualifying offer if they're restricted free agent and so forth. But what's not happening that really speaks loudest to me in the sense of, we haven't seen a Freddie Anderson contract extension. We haven't seen an Auntie Ranta contract extension. These guys are set to be free agents. My guess is that, especially if Freddie Anderson hits free agency, someone might pay him more than what Carolina is willing to. And that's the thing. That, that, that's the thing. What hasn't happened is what speaks most volumes to me. Yeah, I, I, guess, I see where you're coming from with it. I think uh, the way I'm kind of looking at it is um, – we expected to see a lot more action in general this week that we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. um, and so right now it's, it's like, I don't know what besides, you know, what we do know of, right. We know that Jordan Stahl is coming back. We know that, um, that uh, Sebastian Ajo will be a priority after that. Like, we don't know uh, what the, you know, the front office at the, at the Canes, what they're thinking of, mm -hmm. what they're considering right now, what they're, uh, trying to pull off who's their priority outside of those guys because uh, that hasn't really been made clear to us. And so for me, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a step back right now. It's like I, I, I thought we were going to hear a lot more in general, and we really haven't heard much. Uh, so, you know, I, it feels like anything can kind of be fair game, but I definitely understand why uh, you have the stance you have on that. 
and here's something to keep in mind as well. In contracts in the NHL, there are some guys that have what are called no movement clauses and also no trade clauses or modified no trade clauses. So a no movement clause, for example, is, okay, you can't place me on waivers at some point in order to buy me out. Like you can't do those kinds of things. Um, so, or you can't leave me open for an expansion draft. So those are like a, a no movement clause. But we also have modified no trade clauses. For example, and a lot of those are actually going to kick in tomorrow. William Nylander, who is a, somewhat of a, I say somewhat, is a priority, one of their core guys for Toronto. He has a modified no trade clause that kicks in tomorrow. I think he has eight teams that he can submit to the team saying, I don't want to go to these eight franchises. But he can be dealt to any of the others. That kicks in tomorrow. So if you want to make a trade for some of these guys, you have to get it done today before midnight tonight because once July 1st hits, a lot of the the clauses in these contracts change for a lot of players. So being able to make trades might not be as easily easily done tomorrow as they can be done today. Um, But, yeah, when it comes to your own free agents, if you really wanted to keep a guy, you would get that deal done. Now, also, there's the two-way street of it, right, in the sense of, hey, I'll, I'll keep that option on the table but I want to see what else is out there. Maybe I can get a little bit more somewhere else, which is fine. It's every player has that right to do it. Uh, but again, I, I'm just lack of better concern, lack of a better term, Chris concerned that we haven't heard anything regarding the two goalies for Carolina. I do want to say this though, um, outside of, of that part, mm-hmm. uh, I was just kind of thinking about the last couple of years and, you know, with the Canes looking like, uh, yes, he pulled is going to be on his way out. looks yep. like uh, Shane Goss's bear, going to be on his way out. And of course, last year, uh, the Canes lost Max Domi. Those are all of the trade deadline acquisitions from the last couple of seasons. And after pretty much they were done, those guys uh, were pretty much done with the Canes. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of went back and and just looked at what the Canes gave up uh, for those guys, which really ends up being uh, a third round pick, uh, you know, a prospect, some cash. And, And really, that's it for all those three. So uh, I'm saying all that to say that whenever we do hear of a trade, because that's one of the things that Don Waddell did say to us uh, that they were looking to explore in as far as some trades, the, the Canes haven't given up a lot for these guys that came at the trade deadline. So now as we're looking at um, what to give up and, and who to bring in um, during the free agency period and during offseason, I really feel good about whatever Don Waddell uh, and, and crew decide to, to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because we all the, the guys I just named, they didn't really give up much for those guys. Really just like a bag of chips here and there. And, you know, thank you guys for, for the rental really quick. And, you know, you could be on your merry way. Uh, so I'm excited to see, you know, what they put together, what kind of trade packages are put together, even if it means saying goodbye to a, a, a name that we maybe hadn't even considered. Uh, because it feels like they're going to get something really good in return just based off of uh, the trade history uh, as of late. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.